Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. He koonai pūrangi tēnei nā te reo irirangi o Aotearoa. Kei te whakaronga mai koe ki tō tātou au horihori ki te reo irirangi o Aotearoa. I'm Alison Balance, this is Our Changing World, and our last word tonight goes to some Dunedin students who have collaborated on an exhibition at Otago Museum called Climate Change, Striking a Balance. I stand here on the edge of this beach, this piece of land that has been passed down from sun to sun. And as the sea dances past my feet, I wonder, will this ocean that has fed our forefathers be the same that devours the coconuts and the trees? Oh, I wonder. I stand here on this land that has fed the mothers of my mothers And as my feet sink into the rich soil of the land, I wonder, will the food of my ancestors vanish along with the shells? Will the identity of my people disappear into the blue? Will this way of life sink past the raging seas? Oh, I wonder. I stand here, wearing the traditional clothing of my foremothers, and as I wear days-long work of aunties and cousins, I wonder. Will the ocean also swallow our precious pandanus plants? Will the sacred knowledge of weaving fade away? Will the colors of my clan turn into the thousand shades of blue? Oh, I wonder. The ocean used to bring us emerald seaweed and seashells, but now she brings along souvenirs from other countries. She brings bits and pieces of plastic. This is now the new beauty of our land not native to the island, thus destroying the growth of the plants, inhabiting the white pristine beaches, the lush green forests, the eerie mangroves. Is this really the new beauty of my island? Oh, I wonder and wonder and wonder. I stand here, knowing that today has come, but the future's not promised. To my sisters in the east, I am with you. To my sisters in the west, I see you. And as the sea continues to rise into your martial islands, my Belau, our Micronesia, our Pacifica, remember, it is 1.5 to stay alive. Climate change is the biggest environmental challenge of our time. The youth of Otago wants to show you the impact through our eyes. At a new exhibition at Otago Museum, Climate Change, Striking a Balance. Learn about the science of climate change and the inequality of emissions and impacts through art, poetry and incredible interviews with youth across the Pacific. Hi, I'm Grace. Um, I am one of the students who has participated and helped in creating this exhibition. Yeah. Hi, I'm Jeremy and I'm also one of the students who participated in helping to make the exhibition. Uh, kia ora, ko Casey Tokunga. I'm also a student who helped make this exhibition. 
Climate change equality is so important to me as it should be for everyone because I think that it is everyone's responsibility to act to gain equality for everyone because we are all connected and we all we all have to live on the same earth. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, I, th- I feel that it's my responsibility to fight for climate equality now because... Like, if it's not me, who will fight? And it's so crucial that we do it now. Living in Maori, my name is Charlotte Daisy Kamerira. Um, my father's name is um, Kamerira Son. My mother's name is Mary Tim. I am 20 years old and I come from the islands of. What was the first time that you felt passionate about climate change? Like, I've always been curious about climate change ever since I was little, but then I was passionate about it when I like come to learn about it more in like high school, like year nine, because that's when they taught us more about climate change. And like, because we all know like the effects we've been told from like, in primary level, and because we can see it because we live like close by to the sea. They will rise the coastal erosion and the increase in temperature, yeah, causing like droughts and like no rain for like many months. One time it's about like almost two years. The communities that are like severely affected now in Kiribati are like the outer islands. Like, cause they depend more on copra to earn their income and like for food. And because of like, you know, the, the coastal erosions are like, um, the increase in temperature, the, like the water salinity is like very high and like it make their crops die. And like most of the trees are like affected also by the, the high tide and it causes like all the plants to die. So they are like suffering to get their income and their food as well. And also communities like all around Kiribati that are living in coastal areas because they are forced to like move inwards into the the island because when like the high tide comes, it like floods their homes. What would you like to say to the world about climate change? We all know that climate change is real, but because they are not suffering from the impacts, they don't take it very seriously. We are like suffering and fearing for like that one day our country would disappear. It's a struggle every day for us. I just hope like the everybody like know more about our story. Yeah, well it's obviously super important to realise that it's actually not those small countries or the yeah, well it's our, us bigger countries that are actually mm-hmm. producing all this waste and like making the massive effect on climate change. But then we're not really getting too many consequences at the moment. And it's just more the smaller countries that are struggling because of it. So yeah, I think it's just really important that we realise that and realise that there are countries that are having consequences now. Yeah. And just yeah, just because it's we're not having them yet, it doesn't mean that other countries aren't. One thing that I was noticing as well was like or it made me really think about how much people's emotional and like spiritual well-being as well as being affected by climate change different cultures and aspects of that um and when you know your home your homeland is being 
threatened, you know, and that's completely out of your control. That uncertainty and that worry must be awful, like, for your mental health and for the health of the community and things like that. Because, I mean, we've even, for example, like this year, like with COVID and all that, like the amount of uncertainty has make, made everything just feel awful because we don't like uncertainty. So I think with your home and your life and your community being threatened by climate change, especially in those smaller Pacific Island nations, which um, I can't say for sure, but I'm assuming really value like community-based yeah activities and things um, for support, that just must be awful, Mm. like really awful. I think the damage that has already been done is not reversible, but what we can do is that we can stop the climate from warming to, I think it's 1.5 degrees, which is like the end point. That's where we need to stop for us to have a safe planet. But I think that the damage done to, you know, smaller Pacific Island nations, it probably can't be, it's not reversible. People can cut down on emissions and stuff, but it's more effective, like, when you're in a big group to, like, protest and just try and enlighten your government and stuff and try and make them act, because obviously with the government acting, it's a lot easier to change your country's you know actions on climate change so yeah but then also individually it's just important that you know you don't just protest but you also like compost or like Mm. you know think about your waste and just like reduce your waste by thinking about it and reuse anything that you produce so yeah I think larger countries I think we need to stop blaming or like blaming other people for climate change inequality and sort of take responsibility and recognise that we we have created this problem because I think at the moment there's a lot of um, ignoring climate change as an issue which is just ridiculous to me I think that's absolutely ridiculous but also um, that sort of oh, well, it's not my problem. Like, oh, it's not my problem. And I think what larger companies need to be doing is taking responsibility and going, okay, just because I personally am not being affected by it on a daily basis doesn't mean that I haven't contributed the most because often those people have contributed the most, which, again, is what our whole exhibition is about. Big thanks to Grace, Casey and Jeremy and to Otago Museum's Claire Concannon. Thanks, too, to Otago Access Radio for that audio which is part of a longer ORFM feature. It's a great listen, and you can find a link on our webpage, rnz.co.nz slash ourchangingworld. The exhibition, Climate Change, Striking a Balance, has been at Otago Museum, and while it is taking a short two-week break, it will be back there again from the 16th of November. Do check it out if you are in Dunedin. I'm Alison Balance, and this Our Changing World podcast from RNZ first went to air on the 5th of November 2020. You can listen again and find photos at our webpage, rnz.co.nz slash ourchangingworld. We're featuring winners of the 2020 Research Honours this week, so if you are curious to meet some of New Zealand's top researchers, do check those stories out. The website is also where you can sign up for our free email newsletter which delivers story links directly to your inbox. The subscription link is at the bottom of the webpage. If you're after some new podcasts, do check out the podcast tab at rnz.co.nz. Why not follow us on Facebook and Twitter where we are RNZ Science? 
Many thanks for your company. Stay safe and catch you next time. Mate wa.